1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDIC. Qué pasa campeones? And welcome to the churros y tácticas podcast. It is Wednesday, the 9th of February. Yes, we're recording to you on a Wednesday and with me is of course Kian Sobani, the better half of this podcast called Churros i say the better half and i don't know necessarily perhaps also the more groomed half uh, although it i'm it's it's hard to look at this not look at slick today, not today i'm coming yeah. fresh okay 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 i'm coming fresh from the barber uh and although they don't manscape there i do manscape. the i did manscape this morning this episode in case you haven't noticed yet coming to you to you by the fine folks of manscape the uh, pioneers in uh, male grooming and of course uh, make sure that if you do go and get yourself some of their fine products to use the discount code CHURROS with two R's
2: to get a 20% discount do you think the barber shop should add a manscape option <clears throat> like there's haircut beard trim manscaped <laughs> I, don't I too definitely too.
1: don't want my bar- I don't want my uh, my uh, peluquero as they call them here my uh, hair bar- call barber call it barber to uh, manscape my balls, I think he, he would enjoy too much. Let's just put it that way. He he would uh, he would have a smile in his face. Put it that way, and it would be concerning for me.
2: It would definitely change uh, the dynamic of your relationship with him, for sure. And we have a good one.
1: Like, I, I have to say, I'm a very lo- – I don't know how you are. I'm super loyal. I travel, you know, half hour across town to go to still – even though we moved over the years. We're now living in San Coet outside of, of Barcelona. Uh, I still go to him because once I'm – got my d- – the dude that, that that gets my hair right – I just stick to that motherfucker and I go there. Now, yeah, he happens to be gay uh, uh, and he tells, we have a very good relationship, very open and we tell each other very funny stories. His stories, my stories, we share stories but having him manscaped my crown uh, jewels, as I sometimes like to call them. I understand. Would, uh, yes,
2: yes, yes. I understand. Yeah, I'm the same way with my barber in the sense that I like—I have to go to the same barber. First of all, it's a couple things. One, it's um you just have that connection. The barbershop is one of the uh remaining safe spaces to talk about anything you want without yeah. there being any judgment. So there's Correct. that and like when you have that established with your barber and not all the staff and the barbers like they all know you, they all like talk to you know, it's 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 one of the last safe spaces. The other thing is yes. uh a barber just knows instinctive, instinctively over the years how to cut your hair. All the nuances yeah. where your weak spots Some are what tricky. needs to be accentuated like, a- like for me like mm-hmm. I travel a lot so if I if I go to my barbershop anywhere else it's just a bad haircut no matter how well I explain it they just don't understand so I so mm-hmm. yeah I'm
1: with mm-hmm. you anywhere or do you sometimes have that odd surprise where you're like holy shit this fucking kid did a pretty nice job but I then you still, that still that go, go, no, no. Still I, go, I go back I have had that Okay. No, I still go back, but I have had like emergency where I'm like, shit, I gotta get my hair cut because I'm interviewing that person or the show or whatever at my, uh, you know, usual Barbara Kent. And then I go to an emergency one and I've had like this, uh, I think it was Mexican. Yes. Anyway. Well, you definitely win Listen, the- I
2: also before, we- hmm. You definitely uh, win the more groom today. No, because like Oh, yes. I've had yes, you yes, you look definitely have a fresh fade on the side too. Good. You got to turn your head so people mm. can see. And also just mm. like my last two the uh, hair appointments the have been canceled yeah. due to snowstorms, so I just haven't been in. I'm going. I'm going to go in today. That's the plan. Before I head you back and me, to we Europe.
1: live in very different worlds, Mr. Sobani. You and Ontario with the snow-filled, yet yeah, jet setting around the planet, visiting the world's finest cities and uh, meeting some of the coolest people out there. I uh, you I, I have a lot to envy uh, on your uh, you know. Your, your recent jet-setting trips, I, I would like to get out there and talk to the people like you do. Um, listen, before we don't have a whole lot of time on today's show, and uh, I do feel that before we talk footy, we need to address two things. Uh, one of them actually having to do with what I was just talking about, um, and that's our listeners, our fans, the people that listen to our regular basis that we want to continue to do uh, justice by, properly, and, uh, recently I feel like, uh, we just owe them an apology and, you know, because they deserve the best and they deserve better. Uh, us, our schedules often, uh, are re- recently haven't been aligned. Um, and we've been not able to come to our listeners as regular, as consistent as we would have wanted. And, uh, but we made a pact before recording saying that regardless whether one of us can't uh we have to stick to the monday friday routine routine uh which you know sometimes varies on a day but um whether you know one of us can't. We one of us has to come out with something, and we want to make that. I want to make that pack public as well with our listeners, so that you know, I stick by it. We stick by it. And um, the intention, Kiana, we haven't talked about this yet. And we're one more minute. But the intent, the my intention is also to for the next Clasico, come out to Madrid and we do a fucking churros y Tacticas live uh, from Madrid, like you do with your peeps from managing That Madrid.
2: that's a public oath, if I've ever heard one that like so uh, obviously well, agreed with, I we, to we're not going to skip any more churros podcasts for patrons or otherwise if you come down yeah. to madrid for churros clásico, game over game over <laughs> although i'm a little bit worried about like if there's if we win the tension is back now with the the last clásico. so i'm a little bit worried about what it what it means to actually record in person with no no physical barriers no security oh, okay. guards I might need a vest.
1: I might need to come with a vest. Uh,
2: Some all right. lunatics. Can we remind us okay. before we jump in? Again, so manscaped.com, code churros, C-H-U-R-R-O-S. You get the finest, finest state-of-the-art equipment to uh, take care of your man jewels. And again, manscaped.com, code churros for 20% off and free shipping. Diego, you had a big win this weekend, so congrats on that. Were you surprised? Were you impressed? Both? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll take both of those boxes. I can. I think I was... Pleasantly surprised and very impressed with what I saw in the first half. Uh, if we can call it a tale of two halves, I think that would be appropriate because in the second half, uh, um, yeah, we had to sit back. We had to defend the result at the end, right? And uh, but there was so many goodness to talk about. Um, you know, from the debuts, of course, of Adama and uh, Obama Young from Alves scoring um, first goal in front of the crowd from Barça, from him as well being uh, playing his thousand. Game and being the same or the excuse me the oldest Barça player to have ever scored a goal as well the guy continues to break records it's crazy um, crazy good good crazy good crazy he's good crazy and uh, uh, the come No being filled again you know it was it had been a month the last time we played there was mid December the 18th excuse me. So the crowd was really into the, into it. The atmosphere was just perfect. It was an afternoon game. It was an old, you know what it was, Kian. And, and this should sum it up, at least for the older listeners and and or older uh, La Liga watchers. It felt like a an old school Atletico Barca. It felt like one of those Barca Atleticos from uh, yeah, no, called it the '90s, but also into the the, the new millennium. It just felt like a, one of those tense. Hard-fought Atlético Barça or Barça Atléticos in this case matches where there was it was high-scoring. You know there were five goals scored in the first half alone, and um, it was or excuse me, actually Dani Alves of course was in the, in the second half. So. But exciting game to watch, Kian, and 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 yeah, pleasantly surprised. I have to say I wasn't expecting it, and I was very curious to see how Barça were going to come out of the, out of the gates in a for uh, for a game that let's be honest as well. They've had two weeks. To prepare, right? I mean, the, Chavi really, really, really prepared this match. I think very well with all the majority of the players available because there were no international games for the you know the Europeans and stuff. So, um, what can let's hope this derby against Espanol will see a continuation of this.
2: Well, this is so. I, I I was I was impressed with Barca. I don't want to take anything away. I thought this was, you know, like I would say. The majority of the game, like even after the red card, at no point did I feel Atletico were going to do anything to you guys at all. Like I just Mm, didn't. Really? Well, like what did they do? Did they come up with anything after the red card? Nothing. I don't think they did anything. Well, they, had, you know, Joao Felix, of course, had a chance, a big chance to
1: already, um, to equalize what I think was the 2-2, It would have been the 2-2. And then, obviously, with Carrasco, I mean, the tension there, no, I felt like, I, I felt a little uneasy, and I understood that Xavi had to, you know, protect the result at some point, um, because we were not as ambitious as we were, you know, uh, in the
2: first half, of course. But, uh Okay, sorry, well, I guess I'll say this. I, I, as much as I was impressed with Barca, I just, I, you, you brought up Espanyol. I almost wonder if Espanyol is a bigger test for you at this point. Atletico stink, man. They are so, so underwhelming, so unimpressive. This is the worst team they've had. No, sorry. Let me rephrase that. This is the worst they've been in the Simeone era. Uh, the team, from a talent perspective, is not that bad. It's pretty good, especially in attack. Obviously, you you don't have the same defensive pillars that you once had, but... Um they're they're just making simple mistakes. I don't I don't really understand how they can be so bad defensively. Like set pieces, crosses, they're leaving players open. They've been doing this all season. Obviously, All Black dropping off has been weird and inexplicable, but that wasn't really the problem in this game. And then you have just the obvious things that could have hurt Barca that I felt like Simeone just failed to take advantage of. Like you had you're talking you're talking about Joao Felix I think, I don't know if it's the exact same chance you're speaking about, but there was one where he's wide open at the far post. The ball comes to him and he misses the shot. And you look at that yeah. play and it's like, where's Danny so, Alves in that play? And like, that's, mm-hmm, the, that's mm-hmm. the blueprint to beating Barca. A couple things is just attack Danny Alves, one. Good game, by the way, offensively. Defensively, <laughs> my fucking game. a classic Alves red card. Uh, but. Good game from him offensively and interesting tactical wrinkle that they moved him in the middle during the build-up phase yeah. and had Araujo on the right-back position. So mm. there was that, but like attacked Dani Alves more and also they had like maybe one really good pressing sequence where Ter Stegen gave the ball away, but they just like these little things that clearly work they just went away from and they didn't do, and they're they're just super bad. And I don't like the Daniel Wass situation is horrible because. He's going to miss a bunch of time now. He, it seems like he was rushed back in the first place. Llorente is injured. I don't even know who they put there. I guess they put like Versaico anyway. But, you know, Versaico also was pretty embarrassing to me. Like Gavi was just bullying him off the ball on these like simple 50-50 had a great game. He's the, a The player. one who had a really good game that if I'm a, I guess as like a, as someone who has defended Frankie this season, I thought Frankie had a really good game. I was happy for him mm-hmm. in that sense because he's been scrutinized all season. He's a really good player. Mm-hmm. I thought in terms of just his ability to keep the ball moving forward quickly, like finding the solution for the team, showing for the ball, carries the ball himself, passes it vertically. He gets into the box a lot and makes a lot of dangerous runs. Uh, this is a good Frankie game too. So this was just a lot of good Barca things, and Atletico suck, and but... So I just thought both things were true in this game and you guys deserved you guys deserved the win.
1: Well, Gavi had a great game. So he, he was, you know, he's bullying uh, people around, uh he's co- really coming into his own. and it's it's pretty crazy that he right now he's better than Pedri, you know. Um of course Pedri's coming back still from a long-term injury and uh <clears throat> has got so much mileage on his legs uh from last season. But Gabi is, uh, he's in my, you know, if I have to choose a midfield right now, I'm choosing him over Pedri.
2: If you had to, like, build somebody to defend Adama Traore, <laughs> I feel like the last person you want to build is Mario Hermoso. He had no <laughs> chance. No chance was, against it him. It was fun. No that chance. was
1: so much fun. I, but give it up for the boy. But that was so much fun. So man. did you? Uh, did, he, Adamo, did he win
2: some brownie points for you in that game?
1: well obviously yeah uh and the entire come no i mean it was what a what a what a what a way to make a return what a way for this a Masia son a son of the la masia come back and play in front of his home crowd and have his best game ever and um it's so fun man it's it you know what's really cool is kind of and we'll see, obviously, how, how this will progress. But w- before I get into that, it's so much fun comparing his games, um, the few games that he had under Tata, right? When when he made his debut, uh, played against Granada, scored against um, in the Copa, against, uh, was it? Uh, Huelva, I think it was. Huelva. Uh, or Huesca. Anyway, um, you know, you could see the strength already being built there. And you could see his movements, the way he would cut and split defenders and uh, move inside into the box and really get himself into very, very good scoring positions, very good scoring positions, you know. Um, And the way he's built now, looking more like a rugby player, when he now breaks, runs into space and, and, and is given that space, obviously, I think, okay, look, it's just a fantastic thing to watch. And somebody like Hermoso or, or Cholo, in his case, with his plan and his defensive scheme allowed Adama just, you know, the time of day to have fun and a field day on that side uh, where I want to see Adama, where it's going to be really the test to see how, if Adama fits the Barcelona the Xavi system is um against tight, compact teams, right? Where he's not given those spaces and um, how will he, you know, will he be able to beat the defender off the dribble in places that are more tightly compact, and what will his association then be with his teammates' passing, but also the creating into space, running then into space, and those kinds of um, situations? But hey, listen, first impression, fucking fantastic, and Adam, I'm, I'm really, really happy for him. You know, all that, all that missed, all that was missing. Uh, was the goal but other than that he's at you know if not the man of the match alongside gabi you know uh, it would be him one and gabi number two perhaps
2: well uh matt our managing madrid writer brought up a point on twitter like the mendy versus adama matchup will be will be really interesting because it's like what happens when the unstoppable force moves the immovable object (laughs) like who who, like what happens when hulk faces Thanos, like, what's going to happen? We'll right, see. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Mendy, I mean, that's March 20th, I think. I think Mendy should be back in time. For that.
1: Who was it that that, that recuperated the ball? Um, was it Mendy that got the for ball what? to uh, Asensio for the Asensio goal?
2: Oh, that was Militao. Who, who is it? That... Mendy, Mendy's that's been That's Militao, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, there.
1: no, it was Militao. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Well, that <clears throat> was a good, uh, that was really nice. I mean, that was, what a goal that was. Holy shit. What it's a, a good
2: transition to uh, yeah. to Real Madrid. Just sitting back, like after we're just discussing all this spots, like you know that Asensio goal was pretty pretty nice. It was a nice goal. That was much needed, man. I was at that game. That was starting to get pretty. You deserved it.
1: Come on, I mean, uh, ¿Cómo se llama? Maximilian, uh, Maximiliano. Am I saying that right? Anyway, who are you re- you referring to, Asensio? When you say that, no, the goalkeeper man. Oh, I was goalkeeper. so confused.
2: Uh, oh, what? Are you talking? Liano, no, I know, but I'm talking. Are you talking about the uh, Granada goalkeeper? Yes, he had an amazing game. Oh, I guess I'm just confused because I thought we were talking about the Asensio goals. Like, how did he deserve being scored on? I was confused. Um, yeah, he had an okay game. Like, a lot of our shots were just kind of at him. But he would be like this. I guess it was like a classic Real Madrid performance in a goalkeeper, opposing goalkeeper, who comes in and outperforms how he usually plays. I mean, that's that was like a classic version of that. Um, the Dude, biggest he had cons- a lot of stops. He did. But we had a I lot of shots. That- our our shot yeah, volume was through the roof, and he had a lot of shots. But I, my my point is just that we didn't really our shots weren't that good. Um, my biggest and our biggest concern now is that uh, scoring goals right now without Benzema and Vinicius is really difficult. Yeah, Vinny is coming yeah, back. Yeah. Benzema's not looking. I mean, Benzema's not going to play against Villarreal. And it's not looking yes. good for the PSG game either. And uh, yes, yes. Look, <laughs> look at your your face. Just like you can see, like the your face lighting up with every time every every everything that I say here. Benzema not looking good against PSG. Like yes, yes, yes. Um It's not looking good. And I don't, Maximiano,
1: so, I was actually looking up his. How uh, to say his name properly? There's
2: no yeah. L. Yeah, it's Maximiano. There's it no L. Um,
1: Maximiano.
2: So this is our biggest concern. No, but now, listen.
1: Yeah, and I think no, it it is true. It was quite delightful that uh, you guys are facing these kind of concerns before uh, playing against PSG. But then again, PSG is also facing uh, potentially missing out or facing potentially facing Madrid while missing out on Neymar, you know, Ramos, and uh, I think one or two more paredes, I think as well.
2: Well, the the Uh, thing is that so to me, I mean, missing Neymar sucks. But if you think if you're talking about like the MVP level, especially respective to the, the two teams, missing Benzema yeah. versus missing Neymar. is like, like missing Ramos means you, I mean, Ramos is a little bit older now. Plus they slug Kimpembe Marquinhos. Missing Neymar. I mean, to be quite honest, a bigger loss for them, in my opinion, in this particular season is Di Maria. 'Cause if he doesn't play against us, right. he's the kind of guy who just wants to rip our heart out, right? And he's and he's yeah. fucking badass. And I, I don't want to play against him in any he's big game. He's that. he's a big game player too. He's someone I'd almost worry he about is. more. But um just in time, it seems like they're hitting a certain gear and Messi Messi scored again on the weekend, so uh it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one, man. It's going to be interesting. It one. is, it is, it is. And by interesting, I mean and the, the... uncomfortable and just going to be holding our stomach and probably throwing up. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I mean by interesting. Are you not going to see it? You're not going to be here to watch it? Well, First Legs in Paris. Obviously we didn't not. didn't even bother applying yeah. to that because we just have heard horror stories of, like, the big ones will obviously be there. The Marca, those guys, Carana mm-hmm. Cope uh yeah. but we've heard horror stories of kind of like smaller amateur publications applying for PSG games and not getting it even traveling to paris and not getting in so having to buy last second tickets and we I didn't want, want any part of that so first legs in paris second game against PSG I think Lucas is going there on behalf of us so I won't be there but um like we said uh man this this is where the season gets really interesting huh i mean not so much yeah, for is. you guys because you guys are playing in that uh that friendly tournament what's it called euro 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 europa europa league or something like that i think this is called i saw euro league euro league you
1: know how la porta confused it with the basketball tournament he was calling it euro league during a press conference Incredible. And he was it? like i didn't know it's that. incredible
2: league. yo what's the situation with the ceo he's gone yeah, seemed like him and Laporta didn't. It seemed like him and Laporta didn't, <laughs> like and La Porta didn't uh, see eye to eye. You want to save that for Friday?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. the Spotify deal is in. Yeah, that's a big one.
2: Uh, how do you feel about I Spotify? Come
1: now. Spotify come now. Hey, yeah. it's all right. I like it. I don't mind Spotify. I uh, am a frequent user of the the app.
2: Of do the... you think? So, um, if 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 Spotify sponsored Real Madrid and they called it Spotify Santiago Bernabeu would you switch from Spotify to Apple Music or something?
1: <sighs> Give me a break.
2: No, I'm Give I'm serious a because a, a lot of what? a lot of Real Madrid fans are saying they're going to stop using Spotify now. Oh my god.
1: That's insane. Well, no, luckily I'm not that crazy. Okay. I'm crazy, but good Not crazy. that crazy. What if no. like Oh Obama What? But what if I forgot? to I mean, there was still so much to talk about in the Barca match. There's I so had a, much going a, a important on. Important question Barca. first. We didn't, even, we didn't even talk about Obama Young.
2: Yeah, he wasn't that good. He worked hard, though. Um, he wasn't that bad. Come on, man. Too early to say either way, but too early, too early, too early. What if, like, um, what if he works out? What if it's like 2000, and uh, let's say I'm trying to get the timeline right. 2002. What if it's 2002 and Napster comes in and now it's Napster Camp? Nou? Would you? And then and then Napster just stops being a thing. Is it possible that this that will happen with Spotify?
1: Well, yes. Anything is possible. What do you mean? I'm just saying, like, what because if because like... they are sponsoring, by aside, it's gonna stop. What understand. if, like,
2: all, all the Real Madrid people start withdrawing their Spotify accounts out of, like, pure pettiness, and the shares go down, and now all of a sudden Spotify's like, hey, we don't have any money anymore. We lost all the Real Madrid fans.
1: Man, if Spotify depended just entertain on I Madrid fans
2: listening,
1: I, I can't. I don't know where you're going with this. Just finish your thought. I'm just well, starting What the would petition. happen? I don't
2: know. Just starting to get a new sponsor. Um... <laughs> All right. So, what do you want to say about Obama, Obama Yang? You like his performance off the bench?
1: Well, I mean, like it was very, very soon. I mean, you know, he still played. What was it? Half hour, I think he came on in the sixty-first, replacing Adama, and um, yeah, hard worker. That's how I would describe it. gave gave good first uh, sensations. Put it that way.
2: Yeah, that's all I had from him as well. I, I, I mean, nothing really jumped out from me that he did offensively or with the ball at his feet, but just that he seemed to at least work to track the passing lanes defensively. And that's what, kind of what yeah, they needed exactly. for him too, from him too at that stage what of the, the game. What the focus was on card. that. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah, Correct.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sachs.com. At com, it's easy to find your new vibe, 18+.
2: Um, so well, what did you have? I feel like it's been a while. Like we haven't talked since. We haven't talked in a long time. We haven't talked in a long time. So we didn't really talk about Dembou's being back in the team, did we? Did we address that? I don't think no. so. So what were your thoughts on that? No, no, no. Um,
1: <clears throat> It's Chavi's Decision. I, I mean, I trust in Chavi's decision and I back his decision. You know, if it is better for the cohesion of this team as well, instead of making him a complete outcast and this weird shadowy figure, just to include him on the bench. And you know, uh, I mean, he himself decided not to warm up, so uh, because I guess he knew he was not going to play. And if if it's if it's a last resource, resource. Last resort, rather last resource. Uh, You know, again, it's it's completely up to Chavi, isn't it? Um, I would prefer that people don't boo him if he does come on. I understand if they do, uh, if that happens. Um, But at this point, our objective is qualify for the Champions League next season by any means. And do the best we can in the Europa League. Win it if we can by any means. Those are two two trophies still up for grabs and two very clear objectives. And we have to, for obviously not just financial reasons, but also the honor of the club, and to have the possibility to also then lure and attract more uh, talent over in the summer toward you know to the towards the come No. Uh so it's it's important for so many reasons that we finish off the season strong. Point being that if Dembele can help at this point and do that, achieve that, uh then so be it. You know, he's on the payroll anyway, and he earns a, a sweet little buck. So make him work for it. Um whenever you see fit i mean obviously i i I completely understand the point as well that this remains a long-term project what Chavi is working on currently and then is a short term solution so focus on the long term and give priority to that see how that works shit doesn't work and you need to pick up you know vital points then uh use that you know hit that emergency button and let his ass fucking play
2: well uh fascinating stuff Diego um, very I'd love to explore further I know we gotta wrap it up here um, we have oh, you could give me a little feedback here yes I agree no I don't I know you gotta go
1: but I just you know, I'd like to hear your <laughs> you thoughts you do this somehow. every
2: time man. you do this every time Just quickly
1: do... be like be like yeah that, or even like yeah that sounds sensible I think wouldn't it be the same with Bale or Hazard or whoever the fuck over with a white shirt on
2: yeah it's a good parallel actually uh Personally, I think if – because really it depends on how strongly you feel. Because pers- my person – I don't have a dog in the fight. I I kind of see both sides of Dembou's and how the fans and the club feels. I understand why the fans would be frustrated with him. And I kind of understand his situation too. Like when Laporta comes out and says, um, we don't understand why Dem- Dembele didn't leave. Well, sorry to say John but John <laughs> John it's a hard one to say for a non <laughs> young. Non-native. just say
1: young, young, young. I'm just gonna call say him young. John from now on well sorry to say Johnny he boy he calls himself young everybody calls him young like uh, like, young, like yeah, Y-U-N
2: like J-A-N young okay well, sorry to say sorry to say but he's well within his rights to want to stay out and see out his contract so, there's no right or wrong, in my opinion. There's understandable frustrations from both sides. So, I guess my, right. my principle would be, if he's going to help you win games, then play him. Yeah. Which is how I feel right. about Gareth Bale, which is because... Like, as we a have, starter? If he's going to help you as a starter, then play him as a starter. Yeah, if you're going to keep him. Keep but, him short-term. I mean, you know, you, yeah, yeah. You're not going to resign him. The There's no way he's getting to re-sign, right? It's a, it's an inev- an inevitable divorce. Point. So,
1: we have more of a long-term objective and say, I'm going to try to let you know Adama play, see how he fits the system. If he's a good fit, dare I say, better fit, obviously. But even a good fit, then uh, you give priority to the person that will commit longer. I say Adama. Obviously, he's on a six-month loan, but the intention is that to keep him on. Yeah. Uh, but you get my point.
2: Yeah. I mean, if, if that's the tiebreaker, it's if you're developing for more long term things. And I'm not that young anymore, but if like, if that's the intention yeah. is like, you know, that's kind of the bail situation right now. It's like, if you play him now, you're not playing him for the yeah. future. You have zero, you have nothing left to invest in him. He's not coming back. You know for sure it's over at the end of this, if, and it, at the end of this year. But. If it's a situation where it's like against Granada or, you know, another situation where you don't have Benzema or Vinicius and no one in the team is putting the damn ball in the back of the net and Bale can do that then, you know, throw him on for a few minutes yeah. and at least get an aerial threat there instead of crossing to Isco, for example. Who had a good game against Granada, by the way, but he's just not going to be that guy who's going to be throwing his body around and putting headers in. And Bale, quite frankly, might not be either, so I don't know. But, I, yeah, if it's down to, like, Dembele and Adama, probably Adama is going to win the tiebreaker at this point, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so I got to go. Anything else Let's you want to throw me? Do you want to ask me, like, my thoughts on... World peace. Gerard Piqué equaling...
1: Really uh, Gerard Piqué equaling uh, Busi's uh, matches in
2: a Barca shirt. 593 uh, matches for Gerard Piqué. Wow. Good job, buddy. Gerard. Good job, Gerard. Asensio uh, hit like 300, I think. Last game. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well... I don't care about the beautiful goal. I yeah. players too. All right. Thanks, Diego. So you'll be back peace Friday out. and... You're coming to Madrid yes. All for right. Clásico, right? So you've made the oath. Coming to Madrid for Clásico. This is a promise. Okay. So Perfect. be there or be square. Okay. Perfect. All right. Thanks, buddy. Talk soon. Thanks, guys.
0: Bye. Sports social podcast network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.